Guys, welcome back to Questions with Caden. I am your host, Caden Fabrizio. Honored you clicked on this podcast. Uh, it's going to be a really good one today. We have my good friend Colby Schnacky coming on the episode, and we're talking about a really big question. I'm really excited about it. You already read the title. But before we get into that, I got some big announcements, some really cool stuff going on. A few episodes ago, I told you guys that there was going to be an opportunity to begin to partner financially with the podcast in the future. The future is now. There's now an opportunity if you guys want to, you can go ahead and go to anchor.fm slash questions with Caden. The link, the link will also be in the bio below. And you guys can begin to um, donate and partner financially with the podcast monthly to help us sustain this podcast, but also take it to new places. I got a lot of vision for this podcast. And I really believe that you guys have the opportunity to partner with what God's doing in this podcast, the way he's speaking to people um, and the way that honestly people are experiencing freedom and you can be a big part of that. Obviously there is no pressure. This podcast is free. It will always be free, but if you do feel led to want to partner with the podcast, there are options. I think if there's 99 cents a month, four ninety nine a month and like nine ninety nine a month. So cheap options and opportunities for you guys to partner with the podcast. Oh, and also we have uh, the podcast now available on Google Podcasts, Stitcher and Odyssey. So three more other options to watch the podcast, as well as on Spotify. You can now watch the podcast on Spotify. Um, we have Spotify video now as well. So if you click on the episode um, on Spotify, you will have the option to uh, watch a video as well as listen, which is actually really cool. So you can watch a video on Spotify and on YouTube. I'm pretty pumped about it. We're kind of like Joe Rogan now, so, you know, like the biggest podcast in the world or whatever is what it is. But today I'm excited. Let's get into this podcast. Uh, let's get into the conversation with Colby Snacky. Uh, I think it's going to bless you. Obviously, as you can tell, I'm in a totally different shirt. We filmed this about a few weeks ago. I'm doing the intro right now. And this podcast blessed me, man. He's a great guy. What a heart for Jesus. Lives what he speaks. And um, I think you're going to be blessed. So let's jump in. Bro, I always wanted a walkout song. Like, Dude, always. you need it. Like, I'm a, I've just always wanted to walk out. Song. Like, if this podcast ever like blows up, blows up, blows up, I'm doing a walkout. We're song. doing a walkout song. If I go out on tour for this podcast, we're doing a walkout song. There's a what's the song by Macklemore? It's uh, the moped song, Downtown. Just oh, the yeah. downtown <laughs> instrumental is something that I want to walk out to. I want to walk just into a, a room and not just start playing. Just a banger. I want to walk out to uh, the beginning of Kanye West. Um, what what song does it go where it's like? Oh, oh, what song is that? Is that, and that's not All the Lights. All of the Lights is a great song. All the Lights is a great song. I hear Shout you're a big Kanye. Kanye fan. I'm a massive Kanye dude, fan. Dude, I'm a, I love Kanye. Kanye's Are you the, a big Kanye dude, fan? Dude, Kanye's the GOAT. I'll, dude, I'll, I respect Kanye. Did you watch the documentary? I watched the, the first episode and then my okay. schedule just kind of picked up. I want to finish yeah. the, the other two. Honestly, the first episode is the best episode. Really? The rest, like episode two is good too. Episode three, they like ran out of footage uh, and they just started using like stuff everybody already seen before, but it's still like a cool story. I don't know, really dude. I just like, I like Kanye. I think he's a genius. And I think, um, I like seeing people redeemed with the power of Jesus. And, True. uh, I know he walks through what all his, uh, his stuff. He's got stuff. We all got Everybody's stuff, got baggage. Everybody got stuff, but I think he's a genius and I love his music. He's cool. Anyway. 
What up, bro? Welcome to the podcast. Dude, I'm pumped. I haven't done a podcast in a long time, so I'm really excited about right now. I'm super excited to have you on, man. We have had a bunch of awesome guests, Yeah, but I'm really excited to have you on. We've had a lot of women, okay. and so I'm excited to get some guys in the building. We had J.D. Rogers. Do you know J.D.? Love J.D. You know J.D.? Oh, I oh, know J.D. Yeah, him and Dude. I, uh, we were chilling in Texas uh, not too long ago. He's a, he's a great guy. He is top five best guys just he's awesome. such a good guy like such a good heart and he murdered it on the last podcast we talked about Victoria. why'd you have me before him i mean after him i can't do i can't i can't fill those footsteps bro i had to fill the footsteps <laughs> in between so if i gotta do it you gotta do it all right here we go he would like he would like drop a bar and i'm going in my head like i don't know how i'm gonna say anything better than that yeah right, just move on like, you can't just, you just, you just, just go to the next thing <laughs> i just go all right next question wow no, God, no, but no, God, thank God's you so much for coming on, dude. I'm so excited to have you. Um, today, we have a really exciting question. The question is, is there a problem with my purpose? And talking with Colby, talking about stuff that he is passionate about talking about, yeah. along with stuff I'm passionate about talking about, we're, we're just passionate about people finding their purpose in Jesus. Mm-hmm. And um, But there is a reality of walking in your purpose, of doing what you're called to do, where you kind of sometimes hit walls or you hit these 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 moments kind of on your path where you go, this doesn't feel like it's working. Yeah. Or, this is this is harder than I thought it was going to be, or this doesn't look anything like I thought God said it was going to look like. Mm-hmm. And so the question, is there a problem with my purpose, is massive today. We're going to try and answer that question. And um, as we always do, we're going to read some foundational scriptures to set the tone. Colby, do you want to read the um, the read the first one? Let's do it. I got to pull it up. I got to I gotta get yeah, it yeah, right pull it here. Up. No worries. You're good. Let me go to your email. We'll just hit the do-do-do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> All right. I got it. It's the uh, it's Proverbs 19.21, right? Yes, sir. All right. Proverbs 19.21. You can make many plans, but the Lord's purpose will prevail. Come on, somebody. It's so good. And Matthew 28.18 through 20 is a verse that I felt like would be massive for today because... Um, it's a verse that kind of aligns every believer's purpose together. And it says, Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. That is what people call the Great Commission, and it is something that aligns all of um, kind of our purposes and callings. Yeah. And I think it's going to help us understand, is there a problem with my purpose today? Um, Colby, do you want to pray for the podcast, and we will jump in? For sure. Yeah. So, God, we just we just thank you for everything that you're doing. Uh, Lord, I just pray that everybody under the sound of our voices, God, I just pray that they're encouraged, God, that they, they walk yeah. away from this podcast just either knowing something new about you or just being encouraged by this to keep going with, with whatever you're calling them to do. So, God, I just pray for Caden specifically, God, that you just continue to bless him and, and give him the strength and the courage to continue to do what he's doing. And I just pray that this podcast is your words and it's not ours. I just pray that you remove us from it. And, God, it's just a conversation between between two believers that just love you. So God, we love you so much. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So as always, we ask massive questions on this podcast with the goal of um, really breaking down any barrier that's going to keep you from, one, living out your purpose in Jesus, two, experience, experiencing fullness and freedom in Jesus, yeah. but three, and most importantly, experiencing full, true intimacy with Jesus. Because 
Um, I'm just so passionate, and I'm sure Colby is too, about people actually knowing Jesus. Like, not just knowing religion, not just knowing all the rules, but knowing who he is. And so today we're asking the question, is there a problem with my purpose? And like always, we're going to dissect that down into smaller questions to help us understand. Really, the first question that we need to understand, and Colby, you can go ahead and, and probably elaborate on this, but what does the Bible say about purpose in general? Yeah. And then how do we identify what our own purpose is? Yeah, I mean, and so so the Bible, it, it's not like intrinsically clear uh, to say on, I'll start here. I think that there's a big confusion in the world between purpose and calling. You know what I mean? So good. And I so think good. that I think that a lot of people take the, the, the idea between like, more like a high schooler trying to figure out what he's going to do in college as, as the idea for purpose instead of yeah. calling. But yeah, we need good. to stop, we need to stop viewing purpose more like a job of like what I'm going to do or what's, what's in the future. And there needs to be a distinct distinction between calling and purpose. And I think we see that a lot in Ephesians chapter two, verses one and 10, even Ephesians four, uh, 17 through 24, which is just, it just talks about what you've been saved from in the life that you're to live now. And uh, I believe that everybody's united in purpose. I mean, especially in the in the verse that we just read, the Great Commission, I think we're to go make disciples of all na- uh, nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. But I also think that there is one purpose that the that the Bible really talks about, and that's just to know God and to make Him known. And I think yeah. I think man's chief end purpose or end goal or main purpose in their life is to glorify God and to enjoy who He is. And because when you begin to when you begin to know God, you begin to fall in love with who He is, and that's what really sets Christianity aside from everything else. It's not about religion; it's about relationship, and everything starts there. And so when you when you begin to enjoy God and you begin to love God, I think that sets you up to continue to walk in the calling that you have. So I would say that purpose is united. Like Caden's purpose is the same purpose as my purpose and the same for everybody listening to this. And that's just to glorify God in everything that you do and to enjoy who God is. And then you step into the idea of your individual calling and what that is, you know? Yeah. I had a professor one time tell me when I was in seminary, he was like, um, purpose is corporate Mm-hmm. And calling is individual. Yeah. And like, like you said, I was actually hoping that you were going to say something like this because I was <laughs> going to. And I was going to wanted to clarify so importantly the difference between purpose and calling. Because mm-hmm. like you said, it does get mixed up and people do think my purpose is to be a CPA. Yeah. But that might be your calling mm-hmm. to show people Jesus through being a CPA. Um, obviously, my brain's on taxes right now. But, oh, I got you. Um, <laughs> Same. Your, your purpose is to tell people about Jesus. Exactly. Your purpose is to know Jesus. And I think actually me and Dylan, were t- the other day we mm-hmm. were talking about um, we were talking about what we're made for. Yeah. And uh, we were like, you know, it's crazy that we're actually made to know Jesus. Like our the, the, the core of our design is to be intimate and know Jesus to the point of we know him so well that we almost know him better than ourselves. That is yeah. like the purpose of like us being created was to know him and everything happened in the fall and that separated us. And then Jesus came and brought us back to that original purpose. But like you said, it's easy to get distracted and think like, okay, well, sure. my purpose is this um, separate from everything else. But like you said, Colby, our purpose is to tell people about Jesus and to know Jesus. Yeah. 
And what we do and how we do that is what I would say is our calling. Exactly. So when so when you're in that 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 season of like, okay, what is my purpose? Mm-hmm. It's it's easy to understand purpose. Yeah. So how do we identify calling? But then also, how do we identify our calling? And then when we find our calling, use that to tell people about Jesus. Yeah. And so I think everything, it, it all coexists. I think you can't yeah. walk in your calling unless you're walking in your purpose. And that's glorifying so, yeah. and enjoying Jesus. And I think yeah. that's the simple gospel that we hear about. It's that Jesus wants a relationship with us. And we hear about everything that he did for us. And through that love, um, like he speaks to us, he and it just gives us power to walk in everything that he has for us because we are on mission. Yeah. We are on a. We do have things specifically for each one of our lives, and the things that you have aren't the things that I have. And yeah, it's beautiful. It really is. And so I've spent a lot of time thinking about like th- just this question throughout my life. And what I came to the conclusion was is that I don't think God is going to call you into something that you don't like. You know, I think he's yeah. going to call you into things that are hard. I think he's going to call yeah. you into things that are uncomfortable, but I don't think he's yeah. going to call you into something that you don't truly in, enjoy. Yeah. And what I would, what I would argue for people saying is like, I don't think God's ca- like, I don't really like the thing that God's called me into. I think that if you're operating in your calling, there's an overwhelming amount of satisfaction and joy that comes from fulfilling that. Yeah. And so if you're not feeling those type of things, I would argue that you're not actually walking in the thing that God has for you. But also, yeah. I've, I've told people that, so just chase the things that you love. Like, if you enjoy doing what, you, what, you, what you're doing, and you can glorify God through that, and you, can, and, and you really, truly enjoy doing it, I would say pursue it, because God is ultimately going to lead you to where he needs you to go. And so, yeah. I, I look at a lot of things through just this, this filter of, because I like to do a lot of things, right? But not everything is part of my calling. And I think sometimes yeah. we confuse the idea of like, oh, I really enjoy this and it's a hobby. I can enjoy going out on the lake and wakeboarding, but I yeah. don't think it's my calling, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so I, I would say, am I, am I able to glorify God through this? And th- is this where I believe, truly believe that God is operating or calling me to operate in? And that comes from spending time with God, which goes back into your purpose, and then yeah. um, using that mission field to glorify him. And so, for instance, like I, I have this story with, with social media, you know? And, uh, what the thing that I do, I, I grew up and I always wanted to be a speaker, you know, that's what I, that's what I wanted. I wanted to do that. And nothing I ever did was really operating in that zone. I knew I was called to it. I knew I had a heart to do it. I knew I loved doing it, but everything, whether it was working in a restaurant or doing something else, it just didn't seem like it aligned. And so I had this dream and I had this vision over here, but my life was over here. And then social yeah. media came out of nowhere and I'm like, what the heck is going on? Like, like I'm growing in an area that's totally separate from where I, I truly feel like I'm called to. And what I, what I realized is that I, I loved social media. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed making videos and doing it with my friends. And I could glorify God uh, through it. And what I realized is that as I pursued it and as time went on and I gave it patience and time for it to grow, that I, they actually started to divert. I'm not diverge, but converge and like meet. And so I, w- I would say that chase the things that you love. And if it glorifies God and you truly enjoy doing it, I believe that God's going to take that and use it uh, for, for his glory. And ultimately it just comes from being prayerful. And so yeah. that's, that's what I would say. Yeah, no, I, uh, I totally agree. I had a friend call me the other day and he was just like, yo, Kate, how do I find my purpose? Mm-hmm. And I told him, I was like, you know what? I feel like a lot of times we find our purpose and our calling at the intersection of our, our gifts and God's grace. Mm-hmm. And when we find what, like you said, what we're good at, where there's a natural ease, 
where we feel almost like our soul's on fire when we're doing it. Yeah. You know, like when we feel the presence of God and what we're doing, that's how we know that's our gifts. We're just naturally good at stuff. True. And then you find what you're graced at when you see what God's hand is on. Like, mm-hmm. what kind of doors are just opening for me? You know, what kind of things are just happening? Like, why is social media coming out of nowhere for me? You know what I mean? Because God's hand is on it. Yeah. So, there, was, there was that message by Christine Kane a while ago. It was like talking about the dark room and stuff. And yeah. it, it, I, I loved it so much because it answered the question of like, like, for instance, not saying you want to, but like if you wanted to do social media, right? Like anybody could try and do social media, but there's like a certain uh, grace of people that are called to it. And yeah. so something might be super hard for one person, but also super easy for the other. And I just, I just, I love that God made us so differently and, and yeah. we, we all need each other so much. And so I love what you're saying. Yeah. It's like uh, that, that message from Christine Kane is unreal. Dude, it's fire. About the, the that dark room, I'm like all the time, like Lord, just Take develop me, me in the yeah, dark. for real. <laughs> it's so good, but it's uh, I think that's all, honestly a great illustration for c- continued topic of what we're talking about today. Like when you come in those, first of all, when you understand your purpose and then you understand your calling. Mm-hmm. Um, like we said, there is an ease to like some of these things, but it doesn't mean that it's not going to be hard. There's oh. more of like a peace, I'd say, like over stuff. And like, doesn't mean that sometimes you're not going to have to say like, all right, I got to push through. Like, I got to have faith that this is going to work out. I, I've i got to continue to um, steward what God's placed in my life. I've got to continue to write. I've got to continue to make videos. I've got to mm-hmm. continue and trusting in that even when things feel like maybe it's in a lull. And I just feel like so often you experience a lull before the launch. And so yeah. you just got to sit and you got to pray and you got to be, like you said, faithful. I was, um, I don't even know this, but I, I, I'm a writer. So I was writing uh, a new devotional this morning um, on okay. peace. Okay. Actually, everyone listening, let's go. Keep a, keep a, keep a watch out. These things are coming out <laughs> soon. Um, but I was reading Psalms 85, eight today, and I wasn't actually going to share this, but something you said like sparked it. And it's Psalm 85, eight says, I listen carefully to what God, the Lord is saying, for he speaks peace to his faithful people, but let them not return to their foolish ways. Mm. And I, when you said like, it all comes down to faith, this verse kind of sparked in my mind because, um, it's crazy how this verse says he speaks peace to his faithful people. Like the scripture is alluding to the correlation between faith and peace. Mm -hmm. And I think when you're in these seasons of, you know, is there a problem with my purpose? What's going on? You know, like, I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I know this. I'm sitting in my calling. I know that I'm taking steps. I'm being faithful. But nothing's happening. (laughs) Nothing's happening. Yeah. I know that when you, the Bible says, you like in 85a, it says, be faithful and God gives peace. Mm. And I think maybe there's someone listening to this podcast today that needs to know, like, you just need to continue to be faithful in this season. Yeah. You continue to be faithful in this season, wherever God has placed you, whatever you're waiting on, whatever you think, like maybe you have a dream to speak and no speaking Mm -hmm. engagements have happened. Continue to be faithful. Continue to find ways to speak, even if you're speaking to yourself in a mirror. Find ways to continue to work in your giftings. Find ways to continue to move forward and have faith to be in your purpose. And I think like, like Colby, I mean, you're so good at this, like, taking one thing like social media, something God has given you, Mm -hmm. a platform, and then saying, okay, how am I going to use what I've been given to glorify Jesus? So what would you tell people who are saying, is there a problem with my purpose? Is there a problem with my calling? What is going on? What would you tell people that they have something 
right in front of them. How, mm-hmm. What kind of tips would you give them um, for them to use what they have to glorify Jesus? Yeah, I mean, I think we need to get rid of the idea that God moves when we ask him to move, like, right away. Wow. You know? And, and I, I, like, I really do. And something that I've, that God's really taken me through right now, also my brother and just a lot of us, is just this idea of patience and, like, being patient yeah. with God. And mm-hmm. I, like when we talk about this and when things aren't going right, I, I, I like the story that comes to my mind is the story of Joseph. You know, you look at his life, but like he was so faithful in everything that he did, but he also did not see any fruit for a very long time. Like he was yeah. like, he was sold by his brothers. He got put in jail and he was there and he was rotting. And then he started, but he was living out his dreams and he was being faithful to where, where like where God called him to be. And at the end of the story, after so many years, then you finally see fruit come to fruition. And yeah, my, uh, I guess my encouragement would just be exactly what you said is that like, don't put a timeline on God. Like, like there, wow. like there, there isn't, if you're called to something and you know, you're called to it, there shouldn't be a timeline on it. It's, it's just like, yeah. I enjoy what I'm doing. I love what I'm doing. I know I'm where I'm supposed to be. So it doesn't matter what things are going on on the outside. If I'm not seeing success, if I'm not seeing anything going on, obviously I'm a, I'm the type of person where I'm very goal driven and yeah. I want to see those things be like be finished and I want to check it off and I want to move to the next thing. But what I've learned a lot lately, especially through everything going on that I'm doing is that God has his own timeline. And a lot of the times yeah. those timelines do not coexist. And when I, yep. when I ask God to do something or when I expect God get, is going to do something, oftentimes he's going to leave me through a period of waiting and yeah. I just got to be faithful with what he has right now. And so I started thinking of it as a challenge, which is like, like, is it, this, this, is what I, this is what I came to is because I would always ask God, is it time to move on to the next thing? Is it time to move on to the next thing? And then I would get frustrated and I was like so upset about it all the time. And then I started coming to the, I felt like God put it in my hand. It's like, is God still good when the answer is no? Wow. It's like, is he, is he holding me back from something? Is it like, I know I want to move on to the next thing. I still feel like I should be moving on to the next thing. And so like, God's not good if he's not moving me to the next thing. And so I started saying yeah. like, is God still good? Even if the answer is no. And the answer is yes. And oftentimes, um, what I, when I, when I'm going through that season of waiting or I'm not seeing anything happen, a lot of the times it's him setting up other people so that, that when that next stage is ready, like it's, it's, it's set. So when I get there, I'm, I'm able to step into that and not have to worry about anything because everything yeah. you need is right where you need it to be. And so, yeah, like you, you nailed it. It's, it's not, it's, it's more about endurance and patience than it is about doing anything more, you know? Just completely yeah. operate with what you have right now and be faithful. Don't just sit. Don't just wait. Don't just wait on God. Like when you're waiting, like your your hands are still active, you know. So make yeah, the most so of good. make the most of your season of waiting, and then be faithful, and, and and God will take you there when He's ready to take you there. Yeah, it's so good. I had uh, I was at a conference one time, and um, Lisa Bevere was there speaking, and she said uh, she said don't don't open any doors yourself. Yeah, because when you open them yourself, you have to keep them open yourself. Mm. But when God opens the doors, there's not a principality, a demon, a person, anything that can shut that door. Come on. And um, I think there's such solace in like that, that idea of thinking like, you know what, there's genuinely nothing I can do for myself that will be better than what God does. True. There's like, there's, and if, no, no, I'm sorry. It's, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Just like, just like. 
that's something that I've had to come to like terms with fairly recently in my life is that there's nothing that I can do that can make my life better than what God already had in store for me. You know what I mean? And so like, that's something that we need. That's a pill that we need to swallow. We need to come to terms with is that there's nothing that you can do in your own power that is better than what God has for you. Absolutely. And in this culture of like, let's grind, like let's just grind. Don't stop. Like, let's just keep it going. Like, we're going to work. We're going to do, we're going to have five different jobs. We're going to keep grinding. We're going to post a million times on social media, blah, blah, blah. Just keep going, <laughs> keep going. Like everyone's like the most successful people are like, I only sleep four hours a night. I'm it's like, like, okay. <laughs> God's going, yeah, it's like, okay, good for you. The God's going, yeah, but with me, mm-hmm. there's peace in your purpose. Yeah. Like with, with, with me, there's a calm to what you do. Like with me, there's a steadiness to how you move. Like, true. I don't know if you've ever read the, read the book um the ruthless elimination of Hurry by john mark that Homer. is such a good book oh my god i'm in the middle of reading that right now and it's blowing my mind dude, like it's every blowing my chapter mind, it's is also, so good <laughs> it's so good dude. it's giving me a different pace like it's giving me a mm-hmm. different pace to grace like it's like it, i'm just moving a little bit different since i've been reading that book because i'm starting to gain the revelation of like what am i gonna do yeah you know like obviously like I need to be, I need to be uh, a steward of what God's given me, and mm-hmm. a part of being faithful is multiplying what God's given you. We see that in the in the parable of the talents. Yeah, but there's also a a aspect to saying like, but at the end of the day, like God has already done it. Like the mm-hmm. victory is already won. So I'm just waiting, and I'm just walking, and I'm just trusting, and I'm just living in this this just peace. Like I think there has to be. Um, a level of peace and tranquility that you walk in and live in when you're trying to walk out your purpose and calling in the Lord. Yeah. Because there's nothing more that the enemy wants to do than to just like freak you out and like stress you out and like true. Like you said, act like you're behind or you're not you're not good enough or you haven't done enough. Mm-hmm. So when earlier you were like you were saying you're a super goal oriented guy, and I'm the yeah. same way. Like I am a keep it pushing. Like <laughs> if I didn't like if I didn't stop myself, I'd be like. I need to see results every day. Mm-hmm. And, um, but that's not the reality. And I also don't think that that's what God wants us to live in. No. So in, how, w- how would you actually say that Jesus would weigh success in our purpose and in our calling? Yeah, I think that um, it's not material. I think we get, yeah. we get so focused on the idea of seeing a number grow or seeing something, see, seeing something physical happen in our own lives through material objects or yeah, just anything with like a number. I, th- I think numbers growing is a big thing in our culture, whether it be money, whether it be following, whether it be like, you know, what, whatever it is. I think that that should never be how you weigh success. You know, I yeah. think, I think it's, I don't think there's anything wrong or any reason to like not look at it as a, as a goal to hit a number or something like that. Like I do that. But when you're, when you start to find your value and whether or not you're hitting that number or you're getting roadblocked or upset because that number's not coming, um, there, I think you need to, you kind of need to change your mind, mindset just a little bit because yeah. I think that if, if going, even going back to the first question, like what is my purpose? And it's to glorify God and to enjoy, and enjoy who he is. And then we also have the, the calling to become more Christ-like. I think we should start looking at like, am I, am I, do I have the, the fruits of the spirit? Like, am I, am I growing in that? Am I loving people more? Am I going out of my way to be a servant for people? Am I doing things that, that Jesus would do? 
And as you start to see those things shift, um, I think that's how you should start weighing success. It, it shouldn't be, it, it shouldn't be about, about gaining things. You know what I mean? I don't think yeah. there's anything wrong with that. Um, yeah. but when it becomes your goal and your main focus, that's when I think that you need to kind of shift a little bit because, um, our goal in life is to become more, more like Christ, you know? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. a, as we do that, I think that's how should, we should, we should weigh success. And I think those are just like, just even, even just focusing more on who Jesus is. And really what I, what I did recently was I read back through the gospels and I just started like looking at the way that Jesus interacted with people, looking at the way that like, even going back to the ruthless elimination of hurry, one of my favorite things is that that um, John Mark Comer said is that Jesus was never in a hurry. Yeah. He was never he was never rushing. Like even when his like nope. best friend like Lazarus was was dead, he's like, all right, and he took two days just to even get there. You know, mm-hmm. like he was never he was never in a hurry. He was never rushing. And I think I think it would do us a lot of good to learn how Jesus walked on this earth. And so yeah. you shouldn't base success based off of a number growing or, or, or monetary value or anything like that. It should be like, am I more like Jesus than I was yesterday? You know? Yeah. And it's such a foo-foo answer. I know, I know yeah, it's like, it's, so good, but it, but it's the reality is, is that it's not foo-foo when you try to do it because yeah. it's so hard. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. And I think uh, when like a, the culture we live in, Western culture, it's like you said, it's identified by like his analysis on numbers and yeah. like, um, what you see and that's kind of like how we gauge success mm-hmm. but like you said maybe the success should be do we look like jesus like yeah maybe the success should be like do do we have integrity like how's my yeah. character you know like when i get to wherever god's taking me is my character even going to uphold what he hands me true you know like i think if jesus took th- 33 years before he decided to start his ministry mm-hmm. like maybe we could take three more months you know, or like, yeah, maybe we can take three more years to develop and to spend time with with God and mm-hmm. to to identify who he's called us to be, to become more like him, to become intimate with him, to let him weed out and work out the stuff that he needs to. True. I think that that is the that is a mark of success. Like you said, is success in your purpose and calling shouldn't be what you're producing, mm-hmm. but it should be what you've received from Jesus. Yeah. And I think when we step step more into let me receive Jesus, who you are, let me receive your presence, God. Let me receive your supernatural, heavenly wisdom. Mm-hmm. Let me receive, I think that's a mark of success for the Christian. Yeah. And secondly, I'd say, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to, I was just going to say, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with setting goals for yourself either. No. You know, even going back, going back to that, because I, I, I hate, I hate like seeming too Christian. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. I, I like setting goals. I like, like giving myself deadlines to get things done. And, but it, like even just going back to what I what I said just a second ago is that it's not bad to set goals, but it's bad when those goals become who you are. You know, yeah, it's because so who you're supposed to be is to be like Jesus, and so yeah, that, that's that's where I I'll think, leave that. I think Jesus had a goal. Yeah, when he, you know, like Jesus had a goal when he was here. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna tear down the religious structures that the Israelites built up. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tear down the thoughts and the, the negative thought patterns that people developed about God, and I'm gonna break through sin, and I'm gonna get to the heart of man. And yeah. he did that. You know, I think secondly, when you weigh success as a believer, and even you weigh um, impact or importance or whatever of your calling or purpose, if that's what you want to do, mm-hmm. it always has to be about people. True. Like the kingdom of God is about people. It's not about 
things. No. You know, it's not about how many trips you can go on or how many shoes you can buy. You know, it's not about that. It's about people. And I think if you're if you're calling, if you can identify on your purpose and you're calling, is there a problem with my purpose? Well, is your purpose selfish? Yeah. Is your purpose all about you? Is your purpose about you getting on the stage? Is your purpose about you making money? Is your purpose about you gaining followers? Mm -hmm. Or is your purpose about getting on a stage so that thousands of people can hear about Jesus? Yeah. Is your purpose gaining a following so more people will follow Jesus? That has to be the mindset that propels us into purpose and calling. It has to be people. It has to be impact. And like you said, it's easy. I mean, we do the same thing. You just do it better than I do. We do social media and (laughs) podcasting and it's so easy to look at numbers true, and get discouraged and be like, okay, well, this didn't do it as well as this. Or how come this blew up, but this didn't? Why mm-hmm. is this? And start to look at numbers. <laughs> but I catch myself and go, no, no, no. These are people. Yeah. Like this is impact. What would you tell listeners? And maybe you have some tips or just even a perspective or encouragement for people to help them keep a mindset of a selfless purpose. Yeah. I mean – I like, like, like before we live in a day and age where a number is everything, you know, and it, it's yeah. really, it's really not. I mean, and I look at the story of, and we should really just adopt this, this, this trait. And like, I'm speaking for myself too. It's, it's like, yeah, I do have a bit, uh, a big reach, but I want to adopt the, the, the mindset that Jesus and God have, which is just the idea that he goes after the one. And so yeah. even in, in that, that in itself and that whole story, and I'm just like thinking about this now kind of dispels the myth that you have to have a number to be impactful because yeah. if, if, if God has a hundred people, but he's going to go pursue the one that's walking away, that means that anybody who's talking to just one person has, has the exact same, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so like, like I want to adopt the mentality that even if I can, even if with a number that you or I have that even if I can, just impact one person for the kingdom and change their entire life around. Obviously it's not me changing their life around, but like be a vessel that God can use to speak to that person. Like that's worth it to me. And I want to, I want to get into the mindset and the belief that I want to go, I want to be just like Jesus in that, in that terms and not be discouraged about a number. This video didn't perform this way. This video did way better than this. Why is this doing it? All this type of stuff. And I want to be more, yeah. more obsessed and concerned about did, did that one person hear about the gospel, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so it, it, it just goes into reprogramming how you think, because it's so easy to just look at, look at a social media platform or, or something and be discouraged based off. Like, like for instance, today I have a YouTube video, right? This is just me talking like, um, and the way that YouTube like, does it is it gives you the best 10 videos and it tells you how good your videos did based off of the last 10 videos that you did. Number one being the best 10 being the worst. I have a video in 10th place right now. And so it's like, it's like, Oh, this sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's still, but it's still great at the same Mm -hmm. time because you look at the number and you're like, wow, that's a lot of people that are impacted. And so don't, don't be discouraged by a number. It doesn't like the bigger doesn't mean the better, you know? And so, yeah, good. so chase after the one, and even if, even if you, even if you're talking to one person, like treat that, treat that like, cause that's who God went after. He went after the one. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like, you could be sitting in your office or your classroom and just because you're like, your purpose doesn't look sexy doesn't mean it's not important. And I think you, you could be sitting in your classroom or you could be sitting in your car with your 
carpool buddy. True. You could be on a golf course with a friend. You, know, you could be anywhere, but you can be showing people Jesus by the way you live mm-hmm. and by the way that you speak and by the way that you love. Yeah. And like you said, with the mindset has to be more when it comes to maybe, is there a problem with my purpose? Maybe the problem is that we stopped focusing on the one. Wow. Maybe the problem, like you said, is that we have started to look at a culmination of people as better than just an individual soul. True. And maybe the problem with our purpose is that we have started to think that um, purpose and success are um, are similes to a good life mm-hmm. when that's, that's not the truth. No. Um, the truth is that knowing Jesus, like you said, is our purpose and knowing him intimately is why we were made. Yeah. And maybe the only problem with our purpose is that we're not spending enough time with him. I'm really trying to do good at that. Yeah. I, I'm like, I'm, I'm, it, it is, it is. Yeah. And my dad right now is really big on don't let, don't try to fit Jesus into your busy schedule, fit your busy schedule into Jesus, you know? So good. Yeah. And so that's what he's really kind of pushing down into our heads right now is just like, don't, don't make, t- don't just make time for God, like in, in yeah. your schedule, you know, like yeah. schedule everything around that. Yeah. I saw a tweet from Ben Fitzgerald the other day and he mm-hmm. was like, I don't have a Twitter, but it was on Instagram, but he was <laughs> like, he was said something along the lines and I'm just going to mess it up, but it'll be similar enough. He was like, um, how come we have perpetuated a narrative that says, if you have 10 minutes a day to spend with Jesus, do it mm-hmm. and then go live your life when it should be we should be putting Jesus at the forefront, pushing yeah. our life around our time with Jesus, like scheduling Jesus as important as getting to a meeting with our, uh, at our job, you know? And I yeah. think that's, that alone, more time with God will change your life. It's like, true. The last year of my life, I spent more time in the secret place, more time in the quiet place with Jesus than I have in my entire life. And it changed my life. Wow. It changed the way I viewed my purpose, my calling, it, way, it changed the way I viewed myself. It changed everything mm-hmm. because I just spent more time with him. And I think that's an easy, it's an easy tip for people listening today is like a lot of the problems with your purpose get ironed out when you just spend time in the presence spend of God. Spend time with Jesus. A lot of confusion goes away. A lot. Yeah. So much clarity. So It's so funny too because even in moments where like you are reading the word and then you're maybe praying or you're worshiping, and maybe that day you didn't even feel like you heard God or mm-hmm. you felt like God didn't place anything on my heart. I didn't hear him. There wasn't like this, some supernatural experience. I didn't have this vision, you know, like yeah. you still get up and you still go, I have some clarity about some stuff. Yeah. Like I have some peace that I wasn't carrying when I started, mm-hmm. you know, like the atmosphere shifts. Like my mind is renewed in a different way. Changes, you know, it's, just, man. it's a, it's a game changer. Yeah, that's the big thing that people, we, 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 we associate. It's kind of how we feel. We treat Jesus like we treat love sometimes, which is it's not love if you don't feel it, you know? Yeah, and, and the same thing goes with Jesus. But like, like an encounter with Jesus isn't just a feeling, you know? Yeah, it's like not. Things yeah. in your life change, like you said. Like, I do have more peace walking around today than I did the other day. You know, yeah. even just reading your Bible it doesn't even have to be a place. And so... Yeah. Dude, you're so right. Absolutely. Well, bro, we're uh, at the end of our time, but thank you so much for coming on the podcast, man. You were a Thanks blessing to have on. So fun. Dude, a blast. You're such a good guy, dude. I uh, Thanks, man. Actually, I'm going to be in Orlando in uh, in November. Well, come through. You can for bring me a birthday yep. present. <laughs> Is it your birthday in November? November 10th. I'll be there like the 11th. Let's go. 
I'm oh, excited. We're going to have a birthday. We're going to do like some <laughs> birthday hangs. That'll be fun, dude. That'll be fun, awesome. man. Awesome. Well, hey, Kobe, it was honestly an honor to have you on, man. I know you got such a busy schedule and you got so much going on, but I appreciate you taking your time to yeah, speak to our listeners. And you encouraged me. I love you. Um, I'm in your corner if you ever need anything. Love it, bro. Call. Thanks so love much you, for bro. having me, man. I'll see you. Thanks, guys, for listening. We'll catch you next week. Hey, friend, I'm Brooke McLaughlin, host of the Everyday Prayers podcast, a ministry of million praying moms. And I'm here to invite you to partner with God for the hearts of your children on the daily. Our goal at Everyday Prayers is to help moms understand and pray God's word. Join us each weekday as we share insights from God's word for today's Christian mom. Tune in to the Everyday Prayers podcast in your favorite app or by visiting lifeaudio.com.